You know that feeling when you get hit by nostalgia? Welcome to another episode of TFW Podcast, talking about relatable life situations. I'm Tammy. I'm Zella. And I'm Jordan. And we're here to talk about nostalgia today. Um, this is a very exciting topic, and uh, we actually started talking about it before we e- even hit record um, because of all these crazy nostalgic movies coming out. Um, so well, today, Disney dropped the trailer for Christopher Robin. I think, was it yesterday or a few days ago? They had one for Mary Poppins, right? Sure. And when we, should, when we say uh, today, we mean March 6th. So just in case this podcast gets posted later, which it will be, now you guys know. So the week of March 5th, yes, there was, there was a lot of trailers that Disney dropped. Um, so there was a Christopher Robin, which is the live action Winnie the Pooh movie that they're making this year, or that they're releasing this year. And then the week before that, they released the teaser trailer to Mary Poppins Returns, which is the sequel to Mary Poppins. Uh, so yeah, there's that. And then there's other studio films. Uh, and we're just talking purely movies right now, uh, that, uh, are kind of bringing back the nostalgia. Um, you have Ready Player One, which is Steven Spielberg's remake or uh, not a remake, a, uh, an adaptation mm-hmm. of the, of the novel from the eighties. Well, it's not um, from the 80s. It's about the 80s. It's about the 80s. No, so it's literally the, about nostalgia. Written in the 80s. No, it's written now, recently. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. It's a My few bad. years ago. <laughs> well, maybe but that's why a... everyone hates it. Um, well, that's so, anyways, moving on. And then, so there's that. Um, and then there's... Uh, and then there's... Changing uh, things. Yes, yeah, that was a yeah, later one that kind of we fell in love with. So that's been a successful thing that Netflix um, has done. Uh, and speaking of Netflix, there's another um, another remake that's that they're making, or actually a, a, a mini series called Lost in Space. And yes, it's taken from the old TV series uh, that was popular again in the '70s or the '80s, I believe. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's really happening in entertainment all over uh, the industry. Um, and then, of course, you know, you, we're focusing, again, just on movies. Like I mentioned, you think about theme parks. Um, you think about uh, just Universal Studios. Like, uh, you know, they have, like, what does Universal Studio have? They, I mean, they have, like, the Simpsons ride. And, like, I mean, the Simpsons have been around forever. Um, I think more mm-hmm. poignantly, and I hate to bring it back to Disney again, but uh, obviously they're big on it. Um they're making two Star Wars lands in both uh, their theme parks at Walt Disney World Resort and Disneyland Resort. And Star Wars has been a- around for a long time too. And their whole pitch to people is that you're going to be able to walk into this world and feel like you're a part of a Star Wars story. And uh, so that's super like nostalgia driven. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, there's, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, I guess, speaking plainly again on entertainment, there's just a lot of things that uh, that we can see today that are very much anchored in the idea of looking back and feeling the, and TFW-ing uh, to 
times past. So, yeah. That's true. I guess the question is then, like, because so much nostalgic stuff is coming out, do you guys think it's successful? And you can interpret successful as you want. Mm, I mean, it really depends because there's been some reboots of shows that are doing well and there's others that just get cancelled because no one cares about it. <laughs> Examples? <laughs> um, man, I forgot. See? It's like <laughs> I didn't care enough to remember. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, wait, I think girl, it, wait, didn't Girl Meets World like get canceled? I'm not sure if it got canceled or it ended, but it definitely ended. It got already. canceled. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's a good example of a a show that, like, in my opinion, because I really like Boy Meets World, it tried really hard to capture both like the feel of the old Boy Meets World, but to bring it to a new audience. And I think that was just a really hard struggle for them. Yeah. And I think another good example of nostalgia that doesn't work is when it's kind of just used just for the sake of nostalgia. Like what I'm thinking about is um, uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> like when they made the movie. I mean, it wasn't so far off from the TV show, but I, I mean, pretty much everyone agrees that the movie was just did not capture what the TV show did. Um, but I don't know if you guys have any other examples of successful nostalgic pieces or unsuccessful ones. Um, I'm going to go going back to theme parks again, because um, I, I love theme parks and not just Disneyland. But, uh, you know, I think Disneyland was the precursor to a lot of themed entertainment where you get to go and experience these things. And so you just think about the idea of walking into this place in the middle of a metropolis that is uh, Anaheim and in the very busy, you know, uh, area in Southern California. And the moment you walk underneath this trestle, uh, you are transported to mid-century uh, America. Um, you know, you're, you're transported to this old town uh, that was designed to look like a town in Missouri where Walt Disney grew up. And um, I don't know. I mean, obviously, not a lot of people understand that. Um, but I can tell you that, you know, just, you know, being a being a person who's been there far too often, um, it's amazing to think that, you know, and hear that people are like, wow, like, it reminds me of blah, you know. Um, yeah, and, and these, I mean, for, for, for whatever reason, you know, people from who look like they came from like China go like, oh, it looks like my town from blah, 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 you know, and so it does bring back a lot of good memories for these people for some reason. Um, and, uh, you know, I think even, you know, going on the attractions like Peter Pan, um, you know, brings back people to, you know, to, to the animated film that Walt Disney created back in the 60s, or yes, early, earlier than that. Um, and, uh, you know, being able to you know, live that story out and be a part of that, I, you know, I think is also a great thing. And so um, I think that is a successful way of, you know, pulling on people's heartstrings, right, to be able to enjoy uh, entertainment that they've seen 
um, and, and live it out, which I think is pretty, pretty darn cool. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm just thinking now about the, the bad parts, you know, like, is there, are there any bad examples of other forms of media or entertainment that, uh, or not even just media entertainment, if you want to explode this out, I think we've kind of neglected talking about what other things that makes us feel nostalgic, but like, are there any bad or good examples of, of that? You know, uh, I, I'm trying to, trying to think about that one. Well, I could, I could turn it into something really nerdy right now. So Okay, go ahead. <laughs> well, you know, I grew up watching anime. Yeah, same. So let's see, there's like three examples I could think of right now. Around the time that Pokemon was around, Digimon was also around. Mm -hmm. But even though it's expanded to different seasons, only I only really cared about the first two seasons because I only cared about the original Digi Dustin, like mm -hmm. the the people with the Digimon. I don't know how to explain it. But um so all the other seasons tried to watch i'm just like i don't care about these people at all and then probably like two years ago they just came out with a new digimon season with all of the original crew because the first season was them in elementary school second was them in middle school and now this is them in high school well the older crowd and when I started watching the trailer for it, I was just like, oh my gosh, is this real? Is this real? And I started crying. I was just like, I can't believe this is coming back. Like, I don't even care about all these new Digimon and all people. I just care about this original crew. And another one that's really popular right now is Dragon Ball Super. Because a lot of us grew up watching Dragon Ball Z and you know dragon ball there's a there was dragon ball gt but that one wasn't cr um, created by the original um creator of the dragon ball series so it well a lot of people agree that it's pretty bad so the fact that the original creator finally made this new dragon Duper, they completely erased everything that happened in dragon ball gt like that we don't let's not talk about that series anymore <laughs> And it is, it's pretty popular right now. That's all I see my anime friends talking about. Mm -hmm. And a third one that I could think about is Cardcaptor Sakura. <laughs> yeah, me too. Which is um, by my favorite group of ladies. Um, I read the manga first. Well, no. Hmm. I think I read the manga and watched the anime at the same time. But the problem with living in America well, especially back then, they didn't like to market anime towards girls. So instead of starting the anime on the first episode when they showed it on Kids WB, they basically waited until um, the episode where Shoran slash Lee, whichever version you're <laughs> familiar with. Um, so yeah, they, they skipped. A couple of the first episodes just so they could show the episode where the guy comes in so but i mean it didn't really matter because you could still tell that this anime was for girls mm -hmm. you know but yeah so that's why i started reading the manga because i was like 
I'm missing so many episodes just because they didn't want to like market towards girls. But recently, they finally came out with, you know, Card Capture Sakura. Mm-hmm. The new um, one. Yeah. What was it called again? Clear Card? The Clear Card arc. <laughs> it's really good oh you're watching it um i'm trying not to watch it all at once so that i mean i'm trying not to watch it like continuously because i then it would just be one episode a week and i figure at the end of a few weeks i'll just treat myself to a binge of it but but i'm reading it too so yeah i know what you're talking about yeah because i was water reading subasa chronicles which like me too. is a crossover <laughs> all the clamp things and you know um Shoran and Sakura are in that as well but yeah I was just like oh my gosh they're bringing Cardcaptor Sakura back but mm-hmm. to a lot of us aside from Sailor Moon and all the Sailor Scouts like she was the magical girl for the kids who grew up in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why, like, that's a big reason why they're bringing it back is because they know the nostalgia factor of it is going to play into it. Like, like when I saw trailers and previews for things like that, I also like cry. I'm like, wow, I remember this from when I was a kid. And maybe I like it because it's making me remember that time again, you know, when everything was, you know, kind of cliche, but everything was simpler, you know, life was easier. So I think, yeah. I mean, not even just in the anime realm, but in every part of entertainment and even just in real life, when we go back to something we've known and then we can look back on the positives, sometimes we forget the negatives and it's like, oh, I miss that. And maybe sometimes other people can profit off of that by making new adaptations. Yeah. Oh, and well, aside from anime, there's also the fact that a lot of bands have been doing 10-year anniversary tours. That's right, oh my yeah. Gosh. I think my music taste is frozen. Like, <laughs> I, swear, I, still listen, I swear I still listen to the same music I listened to when I was, like, 15, 16. Way no, back yeah, in, like, too. 2005, 2006, you know. Same. I'm really not familiar with a lot of bands today. It's Mm -hmm. really bad. I used to be really into like the music scene. But Mm -hmm. yeah, a lot of my favorite bands keep having 10 year anniversary tours. So I'm Mm -hmm. always just spending my money. Like I don't see any new bands. I just go to the old old ones. Oh my gosh. I get to listen to the song live. And then (laughs) I start getting emotional, especially when it's like some of my favorite bands. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've just been sitting here and just listening to you guys geek out over stuff that totally is unrelated (laughs) to me. So, right? Don't you listen to music you listened to when you were like 16? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you know, barring, you know, my interest in anime whatsoever. um, (laughs) uh, I I mean, yeah, it's uh, music, sure. But again, it's not like it isn't bands for me. Like, I'm a, and this is my nerd, I love listening to movie scores. And so when I hear like an orchestra play like uh you know like the Star Wars anthem from the 70s or um I don't know it's stuff like that you know I mean I don't I I I freak out with stuff like that so yeah but so while you, as you guys were talking I was thinking about like what other other things besides you know again entertainment 
And I thought about like, you know, just simple things too, like your teddy bear, you know, or like, you know, like I, I have this Tickle Me Elmo, apparently, that my parents kept. <laughs> Why? You know, because <laughs> like Why? that was something that I, I, I loved, you know, same with like a Thomas the Tank Engine. Um, like there's oh. this, there's this like wooden train that I used to play with all the time. And so, oh. you know, and I see it for sure. I get, you know, I get misty eyed and stuff like that. And it proves that, you know, I'll always be a Thomas the Tank and Tickle Me Elmo person. Um, <laughs> but even know. something, something as simple as like, um, I don't know, like your journals, if you journal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I don't want to read them again. <laughs> Yeah, same. Yeah, but but th there's like this, there's this like there's this timeless feeling that you'll always, and I think that's the if you want to sum it all up, um, you know that's that's the that's the great part about nostalgia when it's not commercialized. Mm -hmm. uh, though the you know is, is the idea that you look back to something, whether it be an object or a feeling, or a moment in time, and you say like, "Wow, I, I do remember that," and it made me either feel really good. Or it made me feel really bad, but the idea mm -hmm. is that it made me feel. Um, and there's, you know, we're um, we're built as you know not only rational beings, but we're also emotional beings, and you can't deny that. Um, and so, you know, being able to make decisions based off how we feel, obviously, something that marketers are very aware about. Um, but I think just even for ourselves, you know, I think they're just the something that we should also keep in the back of our minds too, is that, you know, why do we feel why we feel? Um, mm, and, uh, and that's the, that's the route to nostalgia. That literally is, um, that's the, that's the poignant thing there. So, yeah, I don't know to say it's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, you know, I mean, maybe not, maybe not be the right question to ask, but it for sure is a part of, are every day uh and when it does come along we most of the time tend to accept whatever it is you know and uh, i think that's that's a that's a unique thing about just being human human beings is you know once we've had a connection with something it never goes away so there you go that's what i mean that's my that's nostalgia in my fear i mean for me um it's pretty cool <laughs> no, that's a pretty good summary of everything we've been talking about. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. there's also one more thing. Sorry. No, I thought about it. when you're talking about the journals, it made me think about old pictures. And, you know, oh, yeah. right, now, right now, Facebook likes to capitalize on. Yeah. On this day. Things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Some of them make you smile, but others kind of make you cringe. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> right. So that's both good nostalgia and bad nostalgia. Could be either way there. Yeah. Especially yeah. when I'm reminded of how angsty I was as a teen. Because I had my Ugh. Facebook since high school and I'm just like, Ugh. <laughs> Oh, I love teenage angst. I have a playlist called Teenage Angst on my Spotify. So hit me up if you want my Spotify playlist. Oh. Uh, <laughs> But one thing I was thinking of when uh, Dordie was sharing his thoughts on nostalgia was uh, food. I think food can also be really nostalgic. Like when I eat my mom's cooking that she hasn't made in a while, like I'll remember like, oh, I remember when you used to make this when I was a kid. 
or if I like visit somewhere that I haven't been in a while and I eat something from there, I'm like, oh, I remember how this felt when I ate this sandwich here. So I think that's another way, maybe of good nostalgia or bad, depending on what the food is. But yeah, I think at the end of the day, we know there's lots of different kinds of nostalgia and lots of different subjects. And sometimes they can be exploited, but um, like we were saying, at the end of the day, it's just important to know um, why we're feeling nostalgic about things. And I think often it's good to embrace it because it's never bad to come home to something, I think. Yeah, well said. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us on this uh, today's episode of TFW Podcast talking about nostalgia. And on our next episode, Zella's going to talk to us about a very interesting subject. Take it away, Zella. All right. So to the nerdiness earlier, our next topic is that feeling when you go to a convention. And I've been to a couple. I'm not as crazy as a lot of my other friends who cosplay and take photos, but I've been to a few and they're pretty fun. But yeah, we'll be talking about that next. Woo. All right, guys, so if you want to tell us your thoughts about um, your experience going to conventions or even want to throw it back to nostalgia, uh, throw it back, um, you could totally do that. Um, call us at 213-290-6470. Tweet us at TFW underscore podcast and email us at TFW podcast email at gmail.com and don't forget to share online subscribe where you get your podcast so you can stay tuned with our future episodes so i'm tammy i'm zella and i'm jordan and this has been tfw podcast thanks so much we'll talk to you next time <laughs>